Welcome back to the Creatively Challenged podcast for Monday, May 7th, 2018. I'm one of your hosts, Dan Stewart. Sitting across from me is Mike Stuglis. Mike, how are you? Good. A very enthusiastic intro there. No, here, no here's the thing, okay? This is going to be a shorter episode, just so you listeners know. Uh it's it's well, that's the plan. We get off topic pretty easily. Yeah, well, yeah, we we hope to for it to be shorter. But it, it's um it's finals week or it's about to be finals week. Summer's coming up. Mike and I have to move out of our apartment, um, and you know we we didn't have a lot of time to go see a movie, but we did because we went and saw Infinity War <laughs> twice. <laughs> we saw Infinity War again. Um, but we're not going to review Infinity War a second time. Score's the same. Yeah. So we're just, um, we're just going to throw together a show here. We'll, we'll run through some news. We'll do our underrated, overrated. We'll have a brief talking segment at the end, and then we're going to get out of here. That'll be be a quick one. Yeah. So, um, for the uninitiated, this is uh, this is a movie review podcast. Despite no movie review this week, entertainment uh, podcast. This is an entertainment podcast. Uh, you know, and we bring random topics to a thirty-four dollar card table, and we just throw together a, a show every week. So let's roll into the news so we can hold through to our word and make this a shorter episode. All right, you wanna you wanna start out the news? Well. You just watched this trailer yeah. a minute before we started the podcast. This is true. <laughs> the Robin Hood trailer, which was released earlier this week, which is another telling of the famous Robin Hood story <laughs> where he like steals for the poor and stuff. I don't know. Maybe it'll be more original. And, and <laughs> it stars Taron Egerton, who you might know from the Kingsman movies, Jamie Dornan, who's in those uh, stupid Fifty Shades of Grey movies, Jamie Foxx is playing... Uh, what's it, Big John, right? Or Little John, whatever. Robin Hood and Little yeah, John. Little John. And uh, Ben Mendelsohn's playing the Sheriff Nottingham, who's like the villain. And uh, this movie looks generic. <laughs> That's... It, it, it like really the looks trailer generic. just has like the, the movie trailer music. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and like the sound effects and everything like that. Like the trailer was just the movie trailer. Yeah, it didn't it didn't look too good. And uh told the whole movie in the in the Well, everyone knows the story already and it's like do yeah. you really need to you don't need to tell the story anymore. It's a cool story, but there's been so many iterations of it. Russell Crowe's played him, Kevin Costner's played him. They had the animated version, which is actually my favorite. Carrie Yule's or Elwes, or uh, the guy who was cast in uh, Stranger Things season three. He was he and Richard Lewis were in a movie called Robin Hood Man in Tights back in the was early nineties. Yeah, yeah. But well, I remember like hearing about the casting for this, and I, when I heard uh, Jamie Foxx's Little John, I was like, that is bizarre casting. In the trailer, it looks like he's playing Jamie Foxx. And the only thing that I thought sounded cool was Ben Mendelsohn as the sheriff, but. I bet they make him super generic in this movie. Well, Ben Mendelsohn's so good at playing a villain. Yeah. And they they got him probably like, oh, yeah, we got this guy who's really good at playing a villain and it's probably going to be lame. Yeah. And but, did Jimmy Fox, like, did, was that, did he do a, like, a fake British accent at all? I couldn't tell. Yeah, I couldn't tell either. I don't feel the need to rewatch. No, I don't want to. 
I hope we don't have to see this movie. I hope something else comes out that week. I, I <laughs> seriously remember, it. though, um, Clint, who keeps getting referenced on this podcast. Sorry, Clint's our we, friend. Yeah, him and I were talking about it, because he's about as big as movie buffs as we are, and him and I were talking about it originally when everything was coming together, and we're like, oh, this sounds really cool. You know, the director's done some episodes of Peaky Blinders and black mirror so we're like oh this could be interesting guy transferring to the big screen and it looks it just looks really generic the only thing that looked cool was how he shoots his arrows yeah and then it's just like yeah but like uh, livening up action sequences don't make it like a good movie well it kind of reminds me of the dark tower Mm. even though dark tower had good trailers it's like they showed all these flashy action sequences and the story was poo so yeah it just looks i think that's all we can say is it just looks generic it's not that it looks like the mummy or anything no. but it just looks very by but the like beats. the fir- the first half of the trailer I- i'd say the first half of the trailer was actually decent like they're going with this like they they show taron edgerton like talking about robin hood like he- like they were different people yeah and they were going with this whole like oh shit well who is robin hood it could be like a mysterious actor like that they're not going to reveal until like the end of the movie and then like, the second half of the trailer, they show that it is Taron Edgerton that is playing Robin Hood. And I know, like, it was already announced and everything like that, but, like, they could have handled it well, way differently. Titled teaser trailer, the trailer probably should have stopped when he takes his hood off. Yeah. I would have been like, looks okay. Yeah. That, that, that would have been different. And then it just goes on and it kind of just... It just goes on too long for yeah. a trailer and that makes you think the movie's going to be like that, too. Pretty exhausting. Yeah. But we don't know. When did it say? Like November. No, November. November. Yeah. So. So Ben Mendelsohn's also shooting Captain Marvel right now. More excited for that one. Definitely. Yeah. I'm. Uh, way more excited for that now. <laughs> we're we're less than a year away from um from Avengers: Infinity War Part Four. Well, Part Two for part Avengers: two. Infinity War, but Avengers Part four, 4 for the Avengers. And less than a year away from Captain Marvel as well. So Yeah. And we're less than a year away from Robin Hood, but who gives a shit about that? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's all we got to say on that. If, yeah, you, if you're interested much. in the Robin Hood trailer, this is another telling of it. If the trailer interests you, we didn't hype it too much, but check it out. Maybe you like it. I don't know. Leave a comment. Maybe we're wrong. Tell us we're <laughs> stupid idiots. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's next? Uh, Taika Waititi. Uh, Taika Waititi has fans in this podcast. We're big Taika Waititi guys. Uh, he's the director of Thor Ragnarok, Boy, and um, uh, What We Do in the Shadows, the film. But FX approached Taika Waititi, and they've ordered a series for him to, to adapt that movie into a show called What We Do in the Shadows. He's going to direct and executive produce, and knowing his work, he always puts himself as an actor into his work. He'll probably be reprising his role as, I don't remember his name in the movie, but it's so funny. What We Do in the Shadows is like a mockumentary of like vampires like as roommates in like the modern world and taika waititi's in it and it's a new zealand it's yeah it's so funny and um like if you only know taika waititi from thor ragnarok so far good because thor ragnarok was amazing and and he's such a talented uh director writer and actor 
go back and watch his other work when he was still back at home in New Zealand, like Boy and What We Do in the Shadows. They're so funny, and I'm excited to, for his charisma and like comedy, like comedy genius to go on to TV because now we can get Taika Waititi like every week, yeah, which is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, and it, the he will. I don't know if you said he will direct and executive produce. Yeah. And the guy who he also starred with, named uh, Jermaine Clement, who is another star in the movie. He's writing the show, so the core, the core people from the, the movie, Korg, yeah, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, who he plays. The core group from the movie will be involved in this show, and I haven't seen it, but I'm really excited because. This sounds a lot like Zombieland, where it's like satirical it's, comedy, it's, and yeah. I was just really, I put this on the docket because of how much I like Taika Waititi. Not only his name being fantastic, but he he has such a unique tone in his movies that's just like bizarro and really funny, and that's why Thor Ragnarok worked really well. Is it was you're like, is this is this really a movie right now? Yeah, with how absurd this is, and there's this big pile of rocks that's a character, and and this just fits into that mold about making a comedy about vampires, which is definitely a genre that I think takes itself too seriously to begin with. Oh yeah, like people who are trying to like, you know like make a seriously like good vampire movie they i mean it could be done it's just it's, it's, it's been done right you know i think they're like the last good van i don't count twilight i think like no, the last yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think the last good vampire movie was was um francis ford coppola adapting Bram Stoker's Dracula in 1992. It had Winona Ryder. It had Gary Oldman as Dracula. It had Keanu Reeves and Carrie Yules. Um, some other bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I could easily IMDb it. Wow. <laughs> Hold on, let me do it. I'm trying to think. If Guillermo del Toro's done a vampire movie, but I don't think he has. Oh, he no, that's right. He wrote The Strain, that show. And that definitely looked like a show that took oh, itself too serious. Uh, <laughs> also an FX show. Anthony Hopkins played Van Helsing in that movie. Was it good? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was like... Um, who Tom Waits played Remfield. Uh, yeah, it it was decent. Like uh, people were kind of calling it like Coppola's like comeback because he hadn't really done, um, like that good between The Godfather and 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 uh this Dracula movie, and it just really wasn't his uh, his comeback at all. Because after that, he didn't really do anything. It's called Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was about Taika Waititi, and we're both right. excited. Uh, it's going to be a Taika funny Waititi FX show. Because Taika Waititi is about to make like the vampires like cool again. So, well, you know, FX already has the movies, but it also has uh, <laughs> yeah. it also has it's always Sunny, Archer, the Baskets, Louis. They no, not Louis anymore. They did. They did. Is my Louis, point yeah. is, but yeah, they got comedies and, and dramas. Justified. And, no, like, that's what I'm saying, just in their terms of their comedies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, their shows in general, they have a bunch. Fargo Justify and... won the Kentucky Derby yesterday. Yeah. Didn't put money on it, but Justify was the favorite. You would have made, like, like 25 bucks if you put a buck down, so. No, uh, <laughs> my dad had Magnum Moon, who did not win. No. 
I wanted Bolt Oro to win, and and uh, Bolt Oro didn't win, so I'm glad I didn't put money down. But on the earlier race, there were like 39 to 1 odds on on uh, Ugly Duck or, or fucking. Uh, I doubt there his was name some... was Ugly Fuck. No. <laughs> It was some some horse named after a duck, and he had thirty nine one odds, and I kind of wish I. Oh, that on one, the yeah. one we were watching, you yeah. and Mac got really excited. Yeah, okay. yeah, I don't remember his name. Yeah, stuffy duck or fucking duck. Fucking duck. <laughs> fucking duck. Donald, Is that all we got on Donald uh, Duck? Yeah, uh, Taika Waititi's hilarious. We're we're huge fans of his. Um, if you want to know more about. Um, uh, what we do in the shadows go watch the the movie it's really funny and watch thor ragnarok again maybe I don't know. i'll do it's that a, yeah it's a great I'll, movie. I'll do that and then watch boy but taika waititi's coming to tv that's exciting american tv yes so. to stay in the realm of television for our final news topic um peaky blinders creator steven knight says that he has plans for seasons five six and seven Originally, before season four launched on Netflix in December, he said that he had plans to wrap after season five, but now he's saying he has three more seasons in store, and this is fantastic news. Because what's great about this show is its seasons are almost like little vignettes yeah, to where it tells a period in time for the Shelbys, and then it like skips two years because business is good and they get their shit together and then whenever there's like a threat they tell the story of the shelby's and it works really well because they only do these six episode seasons and you're not stretching it too long because the stories are always really tight and stephen knight said he wants to end the show around the time of world war ii well right now i think after season four they're in like 1929 so they mm. still got some time to play with and this totally fits that timeline yeah if he's sticking to it yeah, um, it, this show's incredible. Um, if you haven't watched it on Netflix, I highly recommend it. I haven't finished up through season four yet. Um, Mike had already watched it, and I started it, flew through the first two seasons in like a week, and then I haven't watched it in about a week. Um, I got to get back into it because this show is incredible, and that's something I love about BBC because that and like Sherlock Holmes. They 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 just do quick seasons. They're just like uh, Sherlock Holmes is has three seasons of three episodes apiece. Right. And they're, they're I mean each each episode is like a like a, you know like an I hour. I think they and a did half. a special once too. Yeah. Like of of a one night thing, and then uh, yeah, it's just always really. Quick. And they 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 just know how to tell a story from start to finish. And Peaky Blinders is is another example of that. Just a job well done of. BBC shows over here. Um, they're just quick, and and I'm glad that there's going to be more story because this is such an incredible show. It, I mean, you get you, there, there's nothing better than putting on an Irish walking cap and drinking whiskey while watching this show. Um, it, it, it's it's a great show. I'm glad that it's getting more seasons because it, it would fit the plan. And and if they, I I don't know how the next two seasons goes, but like they do do that skip a couple years or whatever those last three seasons could be like a like a marathon though they might like they might do like back to back they might not even skip because yeah. britain gets involved in world war Two a lot earlier than right um america does so yeah 
they they've got the whole thirties to kind of get into wartime and yeah and and not to spoil but season four starts uh really develop it see it kind of had it in season one with communism and mm-hmm. and that season four brings it back a little bit to the forefront and i think that's because it's going to be in like seasons to come with like the political attitudes yeah. towards it well and uh spoiler kind of i guess uh, the a lot of of ptsd from world war one for several characters yeah um the i mean the 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 shelby clan uh, the, the the boy the older boys fought in the war and they have a bunch of friends who also fought in World War One and they kind of struggle with that so like I'm curious to see how that goes forward to get into World War Two when the later seasons get there definitely see if they go back or not but they'll probably be you know older men by that point yeah you know you figure Arthur's probably forty forty in his forties Tommy's probably in his late thirties and John's the young one he's in his like late twenties yeah ish. Arthur should be dead. Arthur's awesome. But I'm so <laughs> this excites me too because the, this movie just get the show gets so many great stars and I'm just curious to see who keeps joining going forward. Like Sam Neill. Sam Neill was great. Mr. Shelby. Tom Hardy, Adrian Brody. Yeah, they I mean I'm just curious they keep getting these like Oscar nominated Oscar and Baelish. Capable. B- Baelish joins from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean, and I'm just curious to see who the, who they keep getting. It's going to be it's gonna be really exciting. Like, I'd love to see, like, Cumberbatch thrown in there or something cool. like that because he's a British actor. Yeah. So. That would we'll, definitely be cool. I want to see Ewan McGregor. He'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh, the guy who plays uh, Charles Dance, I've always wanted, who plays uh, Tywin Lannister in Game of Thrones. Mm. He has really big political presence, and I think he'd be a cool like politician yeah. in the show. So we'll see. There's a lot of theorizing to do, but it's great that this that there's three more seasons in the works now because I can live with knowing that season five won't be the last one. It's a great show. Go check it out if you haven't already. Let's move on. That's news. We're still trying to roll through an episode. Mike and I already went off on a few anecdotes. <laughs> but uh, we're doing a... Recurring topic, uh, underrated, overrated is our back. Um, we're, we, we both made, made a lists of, of, you know, divisive or could be divisive or they're not divisive at all. Uh, topics that we're going to call underrated, overrated. So let's get into it. We can, we can go back and forth. And if I have more than you, then I How many do you have? Ten. I have five. I have 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. All, right. <laughs> all right. Then we'll try to shorten them up. Yeah. All right. Uh, cereal. Just in overrated. general, just uh, overall cereal, to cereal as a breakfast meal. Overrated. There's too many, but like the core ones that you like, it's necessary. But there's too many cereals. I I think Fruity Pebbles and yeah. all those too many. I also think cereals overrated. I mean, like yeah, I feel like cereals just kind of reached its limit. You know. Like we don't need any more. No, we, like we're good on cereal. Tough. Yeah, and you know, I mean, just you stick with your guns. Like nobody tries new cereals. Like you know what you like, when so that's yeah. that's what you're gonna have. You know, like I'm never gonna try like a new cereal ever because I'm like I'm stuck on the Frosted Flakes. You know, mm-hmm. like I love them. They're so good. So, but you know, just cereal overall is overrated. The, yeah, there's just too many Frosted Flakes or not. You stick to yeah you 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 stick to your guns like you said yeah 
You want to? Oh, C three PO, Star Wars character. I think C three PO is underrated because I think he gets a bad rap. Like, yeah, he's a lame character and he never shuts up. But like him and R two are like the dynamic duo of Star Wars. Like they're probably like other than Vader, like the two most iconic like Star Wars characters, and they're they've been they've made an appearance in every movie. I don't know how they make an appearance in Solo. They won't. They won't. There's no so, way. So that'll be the first Star Wars movie without 3PO and R2. Um, Where did they show up in Rogue One? They at were the at beginning? Yavin 4. No, they were at Yavin, Yavin 4. 4 that's end. right. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way they're in Solo. They can't be. Um, C-3PO sucks. He's overrated. <laughs> He's necessary to the story, 100%. He's R2's partner in crime. But he, he stinks. He's, he's always fucking negative. He's always fucking with Han, and I don't like it. He's always making stupid comments, and he's not funny. And 3PO sucks, even though I realize that he's necessary. I have never once been happy that 3PO's on screen. Chewie, plug the professor in and yeah. make you hyperdrive and find out what's wrong. <laughs> he's, he's, they like try to use him as slapstick comedy too. And he's just not, he stinks. Yeah. He stinks. But I like to hate him. That's, that's like this energy that I have towards 3PO. Like I can't imagine Star Wars without right. him. Like, but he's, he stinks. He's necessary. He's, I hate him. I like how they kind of turn him into a joke in, in like seven and eight. Like when in in the Last Jedi, um, spoiler alert, I guess if you haven't seen it, go see it. Why haven't you seen it yet? We're we're like just at the end with with Luke and three PO, and three PO goes, "Master Luke," and Luke just winks at him. <laughs> it's like I have no words for you. No, you're not worth. You're not worth the energy. All right, uh, next one, granola bars. I was clearly thinking breakfast here. I'm going overrated again. Mm. I like the fiber bar more. That's why. Ah. I think they taste better and they actually, I know what I'm, if I eat a fiber bar in the morning, I'm going to like crap my brains out at night. And that's kind of the purpose. For, yeah. I almost use them as a laxative for later in the day, like a plan. Fiber, I mean, uh, granola bars, not worth it for me. I'd rather have a bowl of cereal. See, I I think granola bars are underrated because like, they're they're the kind of food that when you open the cabinets and you tell your mom there's nothing to eat, but there's like a shitload of granola bars in there, uh, and like those chewy granola bars are amazing, and they're they're a quick on the go thing, and they're you know they taste good, okay, and they 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 um the 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 uh, the, the the thing about them though is like they're expensive. Like, I mean, the, the, like the Nature Valley granola bars, like they got to get all fancy yeah. and they have to have like almonds and, and dark chocolate. Kind of another thing like, where the market's taff. Yeah. Like, well, there are enough granola bars and granola bars are good, but, uh, you know, there's something to eat. Yeah. They're, I don't like them because I don't dislike them. I mean, they taste good, mm. but because my, I prioritize the fiber bar and the cliff bar over them. No. Cliff bars are very fucking dense though. I mean. Talk about putting a brick in your they stomach. They are. Well, it's like literally, it's like eating a brick. Yeah. You open the pack, it's just a mound of shit. And then it turns into a mound of shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my next one, sticking to Star Wars, because we were watching Star Wars yesterday, May the 4th. Empire, May the 4th. 
Well, no, and no, you no, watched no, no. Return. Two days ago was May the 4th. Two, yeah. Yesterday was Revenge of the 5th. I, won't, I refuse to call it Cinco de Mayo. It was Revenge of the 5th yesterday, and today is May 6th. It's my mom's birthday today. Well, yesterday. You're listening to this show on Monday, May 7th. Yesterday was my mom's birthday. Today's my mom's birthday. Well, happy birthday, Mary Pat. Happy belated birthday. Yeah, there you go. So, I got Lando Calrissian on here. Ooh. And Lando, I think, is the most underrated Star Wars character. I agree, but there's a lot of there's 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 he's a very he's a very divisive character. Yeah, and you know what? He's just, he's just a scoundrel like Han is. Little he's not as much of a hero as Han is, but he turns in he redeems himself in the sixth episode. You talk about when they when people talk about character redemptions, they never talk about Lando. Lando fucks over Han and everybody, and then he still helps him out at the end of the movie, gets him out of Cloud City safely. And then he finds Han, they free him, and at the end of the movie, him in the end, they blow up the Death Star. He 100% redeems himself. You want to know what episodes 7 and 8 are missing that I really hope? Lando? Yeah. Honestly, I've been upset so far through two two movies that I haven't seen Lando. Because Lando's a general. Like, the last we saw him, and I know, like, like, the old gang broke up after between episode six and seven but like i want to see lando and yeah. i don't know if that's like billy on billy d williams or not but billy d williams still does a shitload of voice work for lando for like video games and tv shows for star wars yeah so i'm really surprised he hasn't been in the films and they introduce characters like rose tico yeah Bring back Lando. I'm right. so excited for Donald Glover's performance as Lando and Solo in a few weeks. And yeah, Lando is definitely a very underrated character. He's the man, and like, there's there's so much behind him. So I hope like Donald Glover just kind of like puts it to the max. I'm excited to see more Lando, and I want to see Billy D. Williams come back in Episode Nine. Yeah, he's he's awesome, and that that whole. Just the, I I think his introduction's so cool. You got a lot of guts coming back here yeah, after what it, you pulled. And it's kind of like his his arc in the movie too. Like at first he's a dick, and then he hugs Han. He's like, "How you doing?" And it's kind of like what happens. He fucks him over, and then he saves him at doing, the end. You old pirate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How you doing, Chewbacca? <laughs> yeah. He's he's the man. Yeah, I love Lando. So very, I would say he's like one of the more underrated Star Wars characters. Mm. Uh, all right, Jello. Jello. Mm. Like, like why? You know, like <laughs> no one's like I'm gonna have Jello if it's present. Yeah, it's fun to like eat, but no one ever craves Jello. Like, who goes out and buys those like Jello like? pudding packages you know i'm talking about the same things that pudding come in yeah like they have the jello ones like who who who's like i'm craving a, a G- jello right now jello's overrated what's the point i think jello's just lived its life yeah like jello was <laughs> like, like this new, jello was like this new cool thing in the 50s it was like the food of the future um and yeah it's just it all tastes the same yeah it's just lame I don't know. Not like not a big jello guy. I kinda like the the jello pineapple rings, but you add like pineapple into the or you just jellify the, the pineapple. So yeah. 
yeah, not a big Jello guy. I think Jello's overrated. Jello's lived its life. How you doing, Chewbacca? How you doing, <laughs> Chewbacca? So Jello, we're both going overrated. Yeah, Leg- I, de- I deleted a few of so, mine so we can get get through. This. My next one is Legos. Legos, wow. I'd say when we were kids, they were the shit. But nowadays, I think there's too many. They're just making them for movies, like at will. When it, whenever I'm seeing them at stores, it's just like that movie doesn't deserve Legos. I think yeah, I think Legos have grown overrated because like everything's got to be Lego nowadays. Like Legos got to do everything. But I feel like Legos like it, it's just like this novelty like now. Like I feel like kids aren't buying like Lego sets anymore. I feel like they're just buying like the Lego video games or like Lego sells like action figures to where like they're like already like they're like pre-built Legos. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the the name Lego has just gotten way too big. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, they're kind of overrated. Even though I had so much fun with them as a kid, I know. And there's just too much. Like I never, I was never a big Lego kid. I mean, but every kid had like a Lego set. Um, I, the one I had was uh, like Harry and uh, Harry and Buckbeak and Hermione breaking Sirius out of the 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 prison tower and um in uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, and uh, that me and my mom spent a whole like day building that because it was pain. Yeah. but lego star wars video game is, is oh yeah. it's an all-timer in, in terms of the star wars universe the only way where collectively the prequels are better than the sequels is it the lego star wars video games. yeah, <laughs> like the, yeah. The, the lego star wars prequels are better than the lego well, it's star beca- wars sequels. It's because those movies were kind of made for toys you know yeah general grievous maul that's all fun kid attraction yeah and that game is great I, why they've even ruined the Lego games because the, the Lego games used to be so much fun. Now they have a Lego Force Awakens like by itself. They're probably gonna have a Lego Last Jedi, but I don't know if they did. But they they do the trilogy. That's what you're supposed to do. And now the Lego in the Lego games like they talk. They just throw like the yeah, movie like clips it. in there. And now there's, uh, they have the Lego Marvel superheroes. The first Lego Marvel superheroes was awesome. Yeah. But now they have Lego Marvel superheroes too, where they just throw in the movie clips and Thanos is there. And really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Overrated. Then yeah, if we're including video games, way overrated now yeah. are the Legos. I get, but they were, they used to not be. They used to be incredible, and now they've just they're, they're Lego is just cash cowing to the max and just selling whatever they can with the Lego name on it. It's mm. kind of unfortunate. Our goal was a half hour. What do we had a half hour? We're at a half hour now. Yeah. Uh, Louisiana hot sauce. My God. I, I, I really do like it. But I can think of so many brands that are better. Like I've, I've had a life of Louisiana, but it's really potent. Yeah. And you got to be in the mood for it. Man, we're negative today. We're heavy on that's, the overrated. Well, you know, that's okay. I do like <laughs> it too, but it's just not it's not the best. See, I don't like Louisiana at all. I think it's it's just pure heat. I don't even think there's a flavor to it. I think it just provides heat compared to other hot sauces like Tabasco and Cholula, like if we're just talking Franks. breakfast table. Franks then, is the king. And then we go to like wing sauces and Franks and, and, and you know, and Sweet Baby Ray's has a wing sauce. Like there, there are just way better sauces that have flavor. Like Louisiana is just heat and I don't like it. I think it's overrated. That's fair. That's fair. 
All right. My next one is uh, Oklahoma City Thunder point guard Russell Westbrook, who recently just lost in the first round of the playoffs again with Paul George and Carmelo Anthony as his supporting cast. And he previously had Kevin Durant, who has left the Thunder and gone on to win a championship on the Golden State Warriors. I love Russell. He is my favorite NBA player. But it really shows in the playoffs that his play style is not built to win. So he kind of runs into that thing where in the regular season he's fantastic, and in the postseason he's his play style doesn't translate, and he's kind of overrated. Well, he's not overrated as a player. He's an amazing no. player, and he's an amazing athlete. Now, as a teammate and as a leader, yeah, way overrated. I think he's a terrible teammate and a terrible leader. And I, it's showing negatively to his teams. Clearly, like if if you go back to the KD Russ feud, clearly a lot of it had to do with Russ. You know, I mean, KD kind of did like the cowardly thing at the time to go play with Golden State, and they won a championship. But KD seems like a good teammate. He seems like a stand-up guy. Yeah. And I mean, Russell is a brutally honest individual, but he he seems like an asshole. Like, in their game six, they lost to the Jazz. He took 43 shots. Yeah. When you have, I, I get, like, Mello and George did not show up in that game either, but if you're taking that many shots, you're not allowing them to get into a rhythm either. No. He is entertaining as fuck, and I love him, but he is, he's not a great Here's teammate. the thing. I was going to say, like, oh, look at Michael Jordan from 1987, where Jordan almost averaged... 40 points a game and he and he led the Bulls in like all categories. He won defensive player of the year and MVP that year. Russell's playing at that level, but I was just like, "Oh, but Jordan didn't have his teammates yet. Wait, maybe maybe if 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 Russell got the teammates. He had the teammates. He had James Harden and yeah. Kevin Durant on the same team yeah. and he and Serge Ibaka and then he had Melo and Paul George now this year. Adams and too. now Steven Adams with that jo- Paul George is gone. Mello, I don't. Mello is probably content with staying there, yeah. but they're gonna pay him, and he's gonna demand to stay in the starting lineup. He's not gonna take a bench role, but I feel like nobody wants to go to OKC because of him. Yeah, I mean, think about it. he's thirty. He's yeah. gonna be thirty next year, and, look, and yeah, it, it just it just shows he's only been to one finals. Yeah, um, and look at what uh, Victor Oladipo's done just by being his teammate, and Victor Oladipo's doing that with the Pacers, but he seems like a better teammate. I think the Pacers could be would have beat Oklahoma City in like a seven game series. Yeah. But oh yeah. Yeah. They should have beat Cleveland in a seven game series. Yeah. LeBron's balling out though, even though we hate him. My him. God, he is playing great. Yeah, he's great. Google Docs. <laughs> Google Docs. Yeah. Underrated. Yeah. It's so useful. <laughs> yeah. It's like the social media of uh of like, uh, what what would be the term? Of school. Of, you of wanna, school. You, you Social wanna, media of school, yeah. You want to know what, what Google Docs does? You want to know what the power of Google Docs is? You don't have to meet with You don't have to partners. fucking meet with anybody. Here's the thing in college, folks. When you're, prof- when you're 21 years old and your professor makes you work with other people <laughs> and they force you to do group projects, like, what are you, like, what are you, seven? <laughs> Right. I mean, like, collaboration work is great, but it's just, like, at this point in time, like, it stinks when somebody else, like, get, like, you know, you have to, your grade relies on somebody else. I just don't like it, you know? Mm-hmm. But with Google Docs, 
you never have to meet with anybody and you can all just work on the project remotely you let each other know with with the little messages and you, you just you can do the projects without meeting anybody just did it got an a on a final project with these two girls we've done two group projects me and these two girls did two group projects this semester and I don't know him. <laughs> I've never met him. <laughs> but we just through Google Docs we we completed two assignments. It's incredible. It's yeah, under, underrated. My last one is notorious Harry Potter character James Potter, the Ooh. father of Harry. I'll let you go first on this. Overrated. James Potter's a dick. Yeah. Okay. I don't feel like bad for him. No. And you know I've read through this series, like, so many times, and, like, every time, like, I just reassure myself that, you know, I mean, yeah, he was a kid, he messed up with all the stuff that he did, like, to Severus, but, like, I don't really, I don't really feel anything for him. I feel for him for, like, Harry's sake, you know, like, I mean, Harry lost his father, and, and Harry's a kind individual, but, like, his dad is not. Lily is where the symptom comes from. Right. And more so, Lily, not James, but through Sirius and Remus as well. Yeah. You know, it's it, like James's spirit does not live on. His spirit lives on through his friends who are great people, but he wasn't. Yeah. Well, and, and like Sirius and, and Remus like talk him up to Harry, which yeah. is fine. And they're just, but they were friends. Like they're a little biased, you know? And uh, like. Remus is a calm you, you want to believe Remus more but like Sirius is a hothead as well and like has shown like to be a brat and stuff like that so like James Potter I think is overrated I I don't really like him no at all and I think he's a dick and you know if you disagree with me go back and read the Potter books because there is really there's not that much about James Potter that's good he's the one that made Snape like a recluse yeah he bullied somebody that badly mm -hmm. that kind of led him towards like the Death Eaters and stuff like that. Mm. He's a dick. Yeah, he's a dick. Just sad because yeah. Sirius and Remus are like top five Potter characters for me. Oh yeah, Remus is like top three. Yeah. I think uh, he's he's great. Yeah, I think my top three characters are are Harry, uh, Severus, and Remus. In terms of like affecting the plot and like how cool they are i mean like that could be a whole top five in itself oh yeah we could do that we could do that i say we save that for uh when fantastic beasts comes around all right look for that in november when yeah. we do our top yeah. five harry potter characters all right uh margaritas i love margaritas yeah i, I can't say they're underrated because people love them but they're definitely not overrated there's so many different flavors it, they appease everybody. You can get them frozen or on the rocks. I mean, they're great. I, I'm a big fan. I think overall, in like cultural senses, I, I think they're underrated. I feel like they're not as like universally loved. I feel like some people are like hesitant to get margaritas. Yeah, I I guess because they're really heavy. I I don't know why. I love, they're like one of my favorite things to get when I, I, I mean, if, like, yeah, like I love down. going out to go get a beer. Like I love going to, you know, go get drinks with friends, but like going to get margaritas 
is <laughs> it's dope. It's one of my favorite things to do. I love it. Yeah. You know, getting margaritas after a long day of class or work, and you just go sit down, get some like uh, nachos. Oh yeah. It, oh, it's not just you get a mar. You get, it's the experience uh, you get entrees of getting with them too. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh man, they're great. So we're going underrated. Oh yeah. Even though they're, I'd say they're generally popular. They're so awesome. <laughs> but the, like, I mean, like we made we got margaritas like like two or three times this semester. I wish we had gotten it more. Yeah. You know. Uh, so yeah, I, think, I agree. Like going out, uh, like I I choose like getting margaritas. Probably like seven times out of ten. It's a great pregame. Yeah. Too. <laughs> Even though you got to recover. You should probably get, I mean, either way, margaritas are heavy. But, like, if you're going to go out, like, after you get margaritas, you should probably not get the frozen ones. The frozen ones will sit with you. But they're delicious. They are. They're amazing. Yeah, I like frozen strawberry. Do you have any more? Or was that the last one? One more. One more. Canada. <laughs> I've been to Canada. It's awesome. Canada's fantastic. Yeah, it's I've only fished there. Well, I've been to Niagara too. I want to go back. Like it's it's beautiful. People are really nice. But yeah, Canada's dope. Their gun laws are stupid, but besides that, I'm a fan. I haven't been to the Canadian wilderness. I've been to Toronto. Um I've been to Niagara Falls up there. Um and I I love Canada. It's beautiful. Ho- hockey comes from Canada. That's hockey right. hockey's an amazing sport. Um, and like, I like Canada. They're, they're just, they're a great hat. They're nice. They're nice up there. I like having Canada up there. The one thing that sucks about Canada is Drake. Yeah. And the Raptors. They're a sorry ass fucking team. One seed's going to get swept by uh Cleveland. Not necessarily Cleveland, but King, but by LeBron. <laughs> Although Kayla, uh, Kevin Love had he, like 21 he, and 18. Yeah, yesterday. yeah. He did well. Yeah. I don't want to get on a LeBron rant because I that going down that path will do that. He's a king. But Drake stinks. Ma Toronto, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you're from Canada. Yeah, I don't. I don't like Drake. Imitator. Anyway, is so that's it. That's our underrated, overrated. Uh, Mike and I were trying to fly through them. We we rambled through them. Uh, so let us know. Leave us a five-star review. We're five-star men. Let us know any of the underrated, overrated topics that we talked about. Uh, let us know what you think, whether they're underrated or overrated, or if you have any more that you want to hear us talk about or a different topic that you want to hear us talk about in the future. Let us know in our comments on Twitter, Facebook, iTunes. Uh, yeah. So let's move on. We're, we're, we're wrapping up the show a little bit. Uh, we're also wrapping up the semester with 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 a lot of things going on we have a few things that we want to talk about um let's uh what would you rather do uh, first let, let let's let's get our you know avengers hangover topic out of the way before we can just kind of wrap because the the other the other point like summer plan and stuff like that that's more of a wrap up mm-hmm. so let's run through real quick since the movie we did see this week was avengers again well let's let's just try and ramble through it because now that more people have seen it we can kind of like get into what what might happen next we're not going to do any spoilers no, yeah. again we're just going to talk about like who might direct the movies afterwards because we know there are more marvel 
superhero movies after Avengers 4. So we're just going to kind of talk about where, where the direction of the universe is going briefly. So I actually have a couple things. So uh, what I put down was who should direct the next Avengers film because I don't care what anyone says. This is wrapping up a certain phase, but they're not going to stop making these Marvel movies, thankfully. They're amazing, mm-hmm. and I hope they keep expanding this universe. And that begs the question of when will the next Avengers film be after the fourth one, which is next year, 2019. I'm guessing we'll see it somewhere around 2022. That's my guess. And by that point, I'm thinking we'll have... Well, actually, I'm not going to talk about characters. So I'm not going to go down that road. But I was thinking who I'd want to see direct the next Avengers film to follow. And I have... a few names that come to mind. My dream one is Spielberg. It's not going to happen, but that's the dream one. The king of blockbusters. I'd yeah. love to just see him do, give him all the money in the world to do the biggest movie of all time, and he'd probably deliver. Yeah. So he would but he be a, seems to be one of the ones that is against superhero movies, even though he's a huge like sci-fi. Well, he's doing a, a a DC movie. Is he? I don't know which one, but he's he like signed on to do one, and I hope that falls through. And Marvel gets him. So, he would be my dream one. But then there's three that come to mind. One is James Gunn, who's directed the Guardians movies. And he executive produced Infinity War. Mm -hmm. So, I think his paws are pretty deep into Marvel. And they love him. And as it shows, as as it showed in Thor Ragnarok and Ant-Man kind of adopted it, his style of comedy, a lot of the Marvel movies are getting into. And I think that's why he's such an integral piece. I I think he might have like directed the Guardians parts in Infinity War. Him and, they said that him and Taika Waititi were like asked a lot about certain, like their movies to like what they should attribute to make it feel like that. So that's why it felt so much like the guardians when they were on screen. Cause James Gunn was an executive producer. So he definitely oversaw that. So he's one of them, but I tend to think he might just stay on as a producer and overseer. Mm. Um, my second one is Taika Waititi. He's like my one and only. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean like him and James Gunn, like I agree with you completely. Like those two guys, they're so talented, they're so funny, and they bring the comic books to life. I mean, they've really done a great job of capturing the characters, capturing what kind of environments they're in, and, and you know, making a comic book movie hilarious and heartfelt all at the same time. They're just both really talented writers, directors. Yeah, the best part about Thor Ragnarok and what the, fir- what the first two missed was the battles felt like they were between gods and larger-than-life mm-hmm. figures, and he would deliver that in full in an Avengers movie. Yeah. I mean, he did it with Thor and Hela and Loki, Heimdall. I mean, take your pick. Korg, Hulk. Hulk. They were all had these yeah. great action sequences. I can't wait to see what he'd do with someone like, I don't know, pick a number, Black Panther, or just any any Avenger. It would yeah. He'd do some really cool shit. And he gives a villain a presence, which we don't know who will be going forward, but... I'm sure he'd be great at that. So he's another one. And my last one is Ryan Coogler, who did uh, Black Panther. And more so because, yeah, the Black Panther fight sequences were fantastic. But um, it had the social overtones, which I'd love to see come back again. Actually, I think Infinity War had some as well. Yeah. But he, uh, I think he'd bring that to the forefront. And the best thing he did about Black Panther was the amount of stars he had on screen. 
and how he was able to balance that. And that's what you need when you're doing an Avengers movie. So that's he's actually my number one. I think that the way he directs a film, the way he balanced hero and villain, while also you know building an environment behind them, I, I like. I I think he's yeah he's incredible and the films that he's done clearly like he's an accomplished director not doing superhero movies and doing black panther like i want to see him go forward with more black panther um and if that means the avengers as well then yeah i'm totally down i mean those three guys right there i want them to be the future of marvel since the russo brothers are probably done that's what i was yeah totally forgot to mention that that's why we're right the Russo brothers are probably done and you know i want to see those guys moving forward because their movies their movies have dominated the last year in in Marvel leading up to Infinity War, so they're very talented. I'd like to see them work going forward. Yeah, so we obviously don't know, but I'd love to see those guys continue to be involved because I bring this up because, you know, before we didn't know the Russo brothers were going to be the Avengers guys, before they just directed Captain America Winter Soldier and Civil War, and then it's like, hey, these guys are also doing Infinity War. That's why I bring up these guys, because that has the potential of happening as well. And Joss Whedon did the first two Avengers movies, and the first Avengers is great. The second Avengers is not so much. So I'm kind of glad that, and despite Joss Whedon being able to direct that many heroes at the same time, I feel like, you know, the Russo brothers have have hit the the, the peak at which you can get as many heroes as you can on one screen and tell a great dramatic story. What I feel about Joss Whedon is kind of how I feel about uh, J.J. Abrams, to where they are a safe pick to get the job done. Yeah. And we, I don't think Joss Whedon's coming back, which I really don't want. He had his two Avengers movies. First one's one of my favorites. Second one, it's okay. Mm. But, yeah, it's kind of like he you could tell he plateaued a bit and he really didn't know where to go from in the second one. And it repeated a lot of the same beats as yeah. the first one. And that's why I'm kind of like, I don't need to see him come back. He did. He was also involved in Justice League. Well, and he, um, given the chance to direct a new villain in Ultron, like, he kind of didn't do well with that. No, he's kind of Loki, Loki. He's kind of lucky Loki was already developed right. when he got him. That's what I mean. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, Loki was already an established character. Like, all he had to do was just say, like, hey, be evil. With Ultron, he had to, like, create his own villain. And, I mean, one that existed in comic books before that, but on screen, like, you had James Spader voicing him, and he just... Wasn't that... If it wasn't Spader voicing him, I think Ultron would be considered, like, a bad villain. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, kind of middle of the pack. Yeah. So, but for an Avengers villain, you need a great one. Yeah. You know, that's why the first one in Infinity War worked so well. Right. So, yeah. That's kind of our... I think that'll be our last Avengers conversation until we see Ant-Man... Hang, yeah. hang it up for a little bit because it's been like three straight weeks. But unless like casting news or directorial news comes out about it, then you know, whatever. Right. Whatever you can't predict the news. Um, but let's wrap up the show a little bit. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, it's finals week, and uh, it's, are you busy this week? What What do you got going on this week? I have a final on Tuesday, Thursday. And Friday. The only one I really have to worry about is the one on Friday. 
So I got a pretty that on Friday. Seven thirty a.m. But yours is eight thirty. Mine is so we're eight, gonna... my mine originally was at seven thirty, and then my teacher's like, "I'm doing you guys a favor and pushing it back to eight. Just like, yeah, oh yeah thanks either, either way we're getting out at like, the to, same time and yeah. then hitting the road i would have the car packed like the night before so I'm we in, can just i uh bum out of here I, I i work at the newspaper on thursday night but yeah, yeah i can pack beforehand well w- regardless i mean we'll get it done but yeah it's not too too much of a crazy week one i don't give a shit no my semester has been really manageable for the most part in this and these finals are as well i just got to review some stuff one of my finals, the one on Thursday, is kind of a joke. You know, I only have to do a couple readings in advance for it, and that's mm. it. My teacher doesn't take them too seriously. The one on Tuesday is a blow-off class. The one on Friday is going to be difficult, but I have a week to study for yeah. it. So. I got one more paper and one more test, and that's the one on Friday at 8 a.m. I, I mean, I've got stuff i got to do today, um, but I'm good to go. And summer's, summer's about to come in. Um well, our summer plans consist of Creatively Challenge. We're going to bring this podcast to you uh, over the summer. We want to keep up the weekly thing going and uh, getting the shows out there and um, seeing a movie every week. What, but what are your individual plans for summer? Well, I'm going to back to work uh, at the the Nooner's place. Twist, it, twist, twist and seal. And seal. Or construction, wherever they got me. And then I will be in Wisconsin for a little bit. And then we're going to Vegas in July. But other than that, I'm kind of just working and taking it easy until uh, next school year. Because I'm kind of tired of school. (laughs) Incredibly tired of school. But, you know, things just keep on going. Summer doesn't seem like too busy internships and whatnot and you know vegas like the summer's gonna kind of culminate with vegas right and uh that's that's what i'm really excited for and we both turned 21 this summer so this is this is great yeah and we've never drank before no we're we're, i i can't wait to drink a beer for the first time yeah it's gonna be fantastic i'm so excited um and uh that's it. I just feel like I'm rambling now. I don't want to fake myself out of this podcast. No. Here's the thing. We said we wanted to do a half hour, and now we're at 50 minutes. So It's not a surprise. No. <laughs> so, we're, we're, it, it's, it's not too it, over. No, at least it's no. not over an hour. Not right. And the summer's approaching. We've got finals that we got to work towards, and you know, we still wanted to do this podcast despite not seeing a movie. But, you know, it's good that you get to hear our voices every week. There's nothing to see anyway. No. So, I don't know. I I feel like we're just kind of meandering again until we see Deadpool solo and then the summer's in full effect with its movies. Right. So, next week we'll try and throw something together, but it'll probably be another episode Yeah, we like got to travel. And yeah, shit. we got a travel day Getting and everything like settled. that. So, we'll bring that to you guys when we have it. But uh, you got any last words before we leave? No. Thanks for listening. Uh, go see Infinity War three, four, five times. Give the mo- give the uh, movie as much money as possible because it's fantastic. Yep. But that wraps it up for this week. Uh, if you guys could go on to iTunes, give us a five star review. You can comment uh, on what we've got there with a five star review because we're five star men. 
Check us out on SoundCloud. You can listen to us there on YouTube. Uh, you can listen to a video version of our podcast. Um, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Give us likes on those. Respond to us on those. We love to read your comments. We got some feedback last week um, for our Avengers episode, which was awesome. We love to see you guys comment on our stuff, so continue to do that. That's great. Uh, we want to continue to do this show for you guys, so to get some feedback would be great. Um not sure about a movie next week. We told you our plans. We love you guys, and thank you for listening. What if God was one of us? Just a slob like one of us. Blue, 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 blue. Yeah, blah, 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 blah.